at lunch I eat a sandwich with a glass of Coke to roll. No one can see you drinking when you're working from home. I still produce reports in a professional font. But now when I have downtime, I can do what I want. And welcome to the Existentialist Cucumber, the podcast where puns about birds are hard to swallow. And my name is Larry Wu. Uh, I'm Curtis Withers. I can't follow that up. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have a bird put at the ready. Uh, it's it's kind of even bad for me. But uh, how are you this week, Curtis? Uh, you know, I'm pretty good. Uh, can't complain. You know, we're, 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 it seems like, you know, maybe in three or four weeks, things are going to be a bit better in, uh, in, in, in our beleaguered province of Ontario. Uh, I, I think you're right. Uh, but are you disappointed that... Uh... Taste of Danforth is cancelled for another year? Absolutely not. <laughs> I will I, I I will not I will not uh I will not line up for uh I will not line up for Sublaki, as you well know. So And and I know that everyone that lives on the Danforth hates Taste of Danforth, so you 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 fall into that same category. Absolutely. Um uh, I think they also the C and E got cancelled. Mm-hmm. again this year um and they're in trouble right like they, they it's not like they have lots of money to and or a window where they open all year round to make loads of money like this they that 20 day window is all they have right yeah yeah they've um sort of asked for some help you know with this being the second year that they will be generating you know zero revenue mm. um you're right. It's 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 just a small it's just a small amount of time that it's open, and if they can't, you know, and they have to make hay during that time, or uh, or, or that's it. I, I'm I'm interested in uh, what's happening. I haven't heard anything about Canada's Wonderland. Um, we have seasons passes. They are extending them. They're not opening in. They were trying to open this long weekend i think that was their early, that was their first date where you know limited numbers or even you had to have a season's pass before you can go in just to limit the number or at least transient numbers um but i think that is also kind of pushed back um but we'll see uh but they will honor our uh season's pass to extend a lot longer so if you're not completely folding the bag there but we mentioned Taste of the Danforth, CNE, Cannes Wonderland, all famous Toronto, Ontario tourist attractions. Curtis, have you ever thought about going on a trip to space? I mean, I have, but I mean, I, I'm talking like sort of uh, going into space and going to like other other sort of habitable planets and checking, you know. <laughs> So, so like very fantastical trips into space, um, you know, but what, what was that? What was that uh, hedonist planet on uh, Star Trek Next Generation that they went to? Was it Riga 5 or I don't know. It was just kind of like the creepy thing about Star Trek uh, Next Generation. Despite their higher sense of uh, being on morality, they they have like this hedonist planet that they escape to. Yeah, I don't. I, I should know that, but I don't. But uh, yeah, but 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 you're right. Like space tourism it has been a thing, and it is a thing if you have boatloads of money. And my my, I mean boatloads. I mean, 
let's uh, it's like 20 million bucks for 10 days on the International Space Station. <coughs> and I'm sure the other, uh, you know, SpaceX and all these other like Virgin Space, they're all kind of looking at a, a similar trip um, into, into, into space. But I argue that it would make a horrible, horrible trip and a horrible way to spend that, spend that money. You're, yes, because you're talking like as of right now. As of right now, yeah. yeah. If, if <laughs> say you had the means, yeah, and because of of the the, you're already isolated anyways. You're in your space. You you can travel anywhere you want, right <laughs> there. But 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 space tourism, like what? Let, let's let's break it down. Sure, romanticism about being leaving off planet. I get it. Flying through a rocket ship at those speeds into orbit. I get it. All awesome. But after a few rotations around the planet, you're 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 in these uh, tight quarters in the International Space Station. It's not like they're palatial five-star hotel and you can go for a massage or swim in the pool. Uh, you're in zero G and you either have a view of the planet, which would be amazing, or you have a view of utter blackness. Mm-hmm. Which would be um, which, which, food, which would be amazing for a little while. For for a little while, you know, I would say for the first three days, you'd be pretty amazed. But let's mm. say on day four, let's think about what let's let's took let's break down food. What are you, what are astronauts eating up in space? Uh, sort of freeze dried rations. I always thought <laughs> that's right, and like reconstituted. Uh, rehydrated foods. It's mm. not like the, it's not like someone's cooking uh, barbecuing steaks. No. So you're 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 eating quote unquote space food, and water that's not exactly fresh, right? Like it's it's also <laughs> reconstituted water. Hey, look, I'm drinking everybody's clean urine, <laughs> um, and you know whatever they can get from the condensers. So food is not. An, an ideal thing to see, you know, um, I guess they would allow, I don't know if actually, if any of the, uh, space tourism pamphlets ask, mention if you get to go on a spacewalk, but let's just say you're allowed to go on a spacewalk hard pass for mm-hmm. me. Like that would probably be the most, the most dangerous thing you could possibly do on a space station is to go on a spacewalk. Yeah. As I've told you before, I won't even go on the, uh, on that CN tower edge walk. <laughs> and you get and you get a and you get a lovely picture of yourself, right? Like here, you would just get you in a spacesuit. It's not like you're cracking your helmet open and you know, look at me, I'm I'm floating in space. Yeah, yeah. The selfie the selfie opportunities are not are not great. Like I, you know, I could I could just like take a picture of a of a random person in a spacesuit and say, oh yeah, that was me. How can you prove yeah. it wasn't? No, no, exactly. So you're not going up there for the food. Uh, we mentioned, well, there's no pool, no yeah. massage. And I'm sure they probably, ha- I'm pretty sure they would have a zero alcohol policy mm. on the space station. You'd think, or? I Yeah, I don't know. Like, is is being in that sort of high, 
that sort of environment where you're sort of outside of like the Earth's atmosphere, does that do anything to your tolerance? I wonder. Like it may, it may be a bad idea. To... It might be a horrible idea. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. I mean, like I think maybe once more people start going up, like they could do something like maybe say to Carrot Top, you know. Why don't you, are you bored of Vegas? Why don't you do like 10 weeks at the space station? And then at least like when you go, you can, you can go see Carrot Top after dinner or something like that, or they'll have some entertainment. But as of right now, yeah, it just sounds like, uh, I mean, I think like if you have that kind of ridiculous money and you, you know, and you don't want to spend it on the betterment of humankind and you want to (laughs) spend it on something like that. Then I can see people like doing that just to say they did it and they will convince themselves that it's awesome, even if they're, you know, catatonically bored just because like they spent all that money and they were one of the first people in space. And that's all that's important to them. But I think for 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 people like you and me who expect some form of, you know, different cuisine or different type of entertainment or. You know, just being able to go out for a walk or, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't see it. Well, think about what type of earthbound vacation you can have for $20 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could, uh, I mean, you know, you could have your own cruise ship. You could have your own cruise ship for a week. Just, just invite, you by yourself. invite whoever you want on it. And, you know. but, but I guess a cruise ship is very similar to maybe something other than the pool and the food and whatever, but the cruise ship would be the same thing where you're just kind of like in the middle of the ocean yeah, and you're waiting to go to ports of call to get out, yeah, see what's there. So you don't have that opportunity in ISS. It's not like ISS is stopping off at, at the moon or. No. Yeah, like 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 I was saying to you before, like if they, you know, it'll 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 be a lot better like when they build their first casino on Mars and then like, you know, all all the all the all the shuttles will stop there and stuff like then 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 that'll be great, you know, and then, you know, they'll you'll, they'll start having some ports of call around and you can, you know, go and check out. Would, like, it, would it be like the casino in uh, Last Jedi? <laughs> Canto bright, canto bite, canto whatever. Oh, oh that's horrible. Just, I hope not. Wasn't there a guy who sort of like had like a like a Clark Gable look kind of thing in that casino <laughs> or something? There was some guy who had that sort of like mustache and you know sort of like old, old yeah, tiny but, look. But you would spend six months traveling to said casino. Yeah. <laughs> and then could you imagine doing all that and then like getting cleaned out at the blackjack table in fifteen minutes? and the and 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 the drinks were weak and the drinks were weak and you had to pay for them because they can't no. they can't afford to just give them to you like they can in so, vegas so another strike would be 20 million dollars on earth you could probably do a round the world trip and live high on the hog in every single stop you definitely could I mean, you you can you can do a decent trip through europe on two thousand bucks <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe not as, a, maybe not as a, as a, maybe not, you know, once you're older than 23 or whatever, but like, you know, you can, you, you, you can have, you can have a trip through Europe for 2000 bucks where you can, you know, eat and drink and do all that kind of stuff. Could you imagine $20 million? I, I, I'd have Carrot Top come with me. He can carry my bags. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so uh, another, I think another big strike about space tourism. Uh, you and I on the podcast talk quite a bit about uh, our, our 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 love for science fiction. There's enough space horror movies out there right now that just prevent me from going just just from the thought of it, like from something crashing into the ISS and it going out of control and me with no skills trying to figure out how to patch it up and then get it back to orbit Mm -hmm. or someone goes on a spacewalk and finds some floating rock brings it into the space station and it finds out it's actually like a living organism and it's like takes over someone's body and starts killing everybody Mm -hmm. or you find some organism out there that somehow impregnates something into your chest and about a 24 hours later it comes spewing out of said chest and starts killing everybody or you go through a black hole and there's like murderous robots this is really one bad one called maximilian <laughs> <laughs> or or the onboard computer hal yeah or if they team hal and maximilian team up they just make your life like terrible what are you doing curtis <laughs> don't don't do that i wouldn't do that yeah yeah um yeah i just think like yeah i'm with you as it stands right now given the price point uh and 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 the inherent danger inherent danger (laughs) and it's either inherent danger or extreme boredom i mean it would be good if you had 25 million dollars and you're like i really have to i really want to get through um you know the dark rain marvel comics storyline but i need peace and quiet (laughs) (laughs) that's 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 a heck of a heck of a price tag and distance just to find some quiet spot to read yeah well that's a lot of comics to get through you might be like i just want you know so so you would actually like spend 20 million go on this space trip only to stare at your a stare at a comic book or comic books I, I would, or or potentially stare at your phone maybe you've downloaded a whole bunch of movies going up because yeah. i think with all that shielding you wouldn't get great wi-fi at all yeah you'd need to pre-download all the stuff you wanted but yeah like you could bring your switch you could you know pre-download some movies on your phone you can have a you can have a very fine time. I think that is the one huge advantage is that no one would be able like work wouldn't be able to bother you at all. It's like I'm off planet, you know, like. Yeah. But but how about if you how about if you went with uh like if if you had like a small family and you, and you went up, and it, it, it's that typical you go to your teenager, stop, stop staring at your phone or we're turning this rocket ship around. Yeah. Yeah, turn this rocket ship around and go back to Cape Canaveral. Yeah, I I don't know. I I, I think I think it's a I think it's a crazy idea. Um, given as we've talked about what you would be able to do, I mean, yes, absolutely, it would be it would you'd be blown away by the initial sort mm-hmm. of no. the initial experience. I- I, I don't dispute that, but but then but, but like ten like if it was like for twenty four hours I'd be like okay yeah I get it <laughs> yeah like I said on by day three I think all of that you get that out of your system mm-hmm. yeah. right and then after and then it's like oh <laughs> uh, can I go here oh no the ISS is this big yeah and hey what are you guys doing uh, we're doing experiments can you entertain me. <laughs> 
unless you bring Cat- Carrot Top with you, then he can entertain. He, he could entertain you. Well, that guy, that guy kills, right? So he could entertain. Yeah. Anyway. I, well, I, I remember when when Heather and I were in Tokyo, they have like this massive uh, fish market, and uh, and it's become a tourist attraction, and because it's huge, but it is just like a fish market, and then. I think you have to be there at like five or six in the morning if you want to see the actual like sort of uh, uh, the action of the the buying and selling. And then the but and then and then they then they shut it out to tourists. But then you can go back afterwards and you basically just see dudes driving around with forklifts and these like giant crates of severed fish heads and stuff. They're just doing their jobs. They're just trying to do their jobs. And there's all these like foreign tourists walking around getting in their way and all this kind of stuff so these guys are just doing you know they're 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 cleaning and they're selling fish could you imagine what kind of important scientific research they're trying to do on a space station and then you're just there you're just in the way like just (laughs) doesn't make any sense yeah uh, yeah and and more importantly, yeah, I, I don't want I don't want an alien impregnating me and me and it spewing out of my chest. No, not really. I mean, I saw what happened in 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 Alien, and it didn't look yeah, glamorous yeah. at all. Did you like how I Sigourney Weavered that in there? <laughs> I did. Oh yeah, we better end well that done. space tourism story. <laughs> Before we get any worse here, let's head to the headlines. Okay, so this is, uh, again, we're still kind of catching up on the headlines from the last couple of weeks, but this is the story about the colonial pipeline hack uh, that happened in the States. So colonial pipeline hacker Darkside says it will shut down operations. Now, it didn't shut, doesn't mean shut down operations of colonial pipeline. The hacker group that actually hacked Colonial Pipeline is shutting their operations uh, because the criminal organization group uh, that disrupted the gasoline deliveries uh, basically said, you know, oh, we're sorry. We didn't mean to make this political because it kind of turned into a big deal. Like people Mm -hmm. were freaking out. People were doing horribly dangerous things by going to the gas station, filling up whatever container that they had at home and it became the new toilet paper and people were hoarding gasoline in unsafe ways, mm-hmm. <laughs> like this highly flammable, <clears throat> um, this liquid or, and it was just horrible. But the hack, see, this story has so many layers to it because first dark side hacks colonial pipeline, um, probably with someone's password, which is password one, two, three. They get into their internal systems, which control the valves. And I think they were able to shut down some of their infrastructure and then dem- and then implanted uh, a decryption code, which encrypted all of their data on all of their computer systems and basically said, here's a ransom note. We want $5 million US um, and, or you won't get your data back. So normally, just like anything else, you do not negotiate with the host, uh, the the terrorists or the, the hostage takers, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, Colonial decided, hey, we're we we got to do something, and gave the guys their five million dollars in some cryptocurrency. 
So Darkseid gives them the decryption key, uh, which is code still, to unlock all the data that they had encrypted. Um, if anyone saw uh, Star Trek uh, First Contact, that's what data does to the Star the uh, Enterprise main computer, right? He and he encrypts it so that the board can't get into it. Mm-hmm. And he's the only one that has the decryption key. Uh, which is a great movie, by the way. <laughs> um, so, sorry, getting back to the story. They, they, they use this decryption key only to find out that the code is horribly written and it's dog slow. Like, it's horribly slow. So slow that Colonial Pipeline decided it's faster for them to just restore their systems via backup, mm-hmm. like tape backup. So therefore, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so therefore, why did they pay the ransom? Which you are told never to do, right? Because yeah. the minute you pay the ransom, then it gives these guys free reign to do it somewhere else mm-hmm. because they know people will pay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you had any contact with uh, um, Brian Garside recently, by the way? Uh, I spoke with him maybe a few weeks ago, very briefly. I'm just wondering if he's behind these attacks. You think he's behind him? Him and all of his Ukrainian uh, coders. <laughs> well, like, maybe, maybe. Isn't wasn't Darkside his like his name on the web? Uh, I th- yes, it was. Yes, it was. It, it was. It was. Uh, he he had that wrestling blog back way back in the day, and he used that uh, <laughs> persona. I don't um, know. I haven't. I, I don't know. I could see he's computer savvy. I could see him maybe. You know, scaling up his his enterprise from from blogging about Rowdy Roddy Piper to taking down energy companies. Well, if he if he suddenly starts driving around balling for five million, he can't hold on with even with his ransom. He can't even go on a space trip. Come on. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so dark side the group, the hacking group decides to, I guess they found it's too much heat. They attack something too big that they weren't willing to deal with the consequences. So um, the group issued a statement. (laughs) Like (laughs) these are the hackers that released a official statement on their website that said, and and you could tell that their English is not their first language. Our goal is to make money and not creating problems for society. (laughs) <laughs> and i'm i read that verbatim so yeah, yeah um so yeah moral of the story don't pay the hackers if you can restore from backup mm-hmm. that's right it's pretty uh it's it seems it seems like that would be that would go without saying but apparently it's not necessarily the case uh so so Curtis, just to let you know, so part of uh, the the hacker story, I I did get a, a phishing hacking email from uh, what's supposed to be for Walmart, uh, warning me apparently, warning you have been, we have been trying to reach you, please respond, and apparently I have been chosen by, uh, I was a, a chosen by Online Mart, not Walmart, Online Mart, but even though the the it's supposed it says it's from Walmart. Uh, that I can be, I am a lucky online winner of a brand new sweepstakes Nespresso entry. Congratulations. Whatever that means. So I, I, I followed the page. Uh, I'm not clicking any further. But uh, yeah, it looks like I have to fill in a survey, which probably all the questions are all personal about me. And 
my bank accounts and mm-hmm. SIN number, I'm sure. But what's fantastic is they have these uh, four testimonials and they're all five-star ratings. Um, let me just read one of them. Uh, actually, I'll read two. There, there's two funny ones. One is um, from Emily Phillips, five stars. And apparently she's verified. I don't know what, maybe she's a celebrity. At first, I thought it was a joke, but in the end, I had my Nespresso. I talked to friends so they could have theirs too. Happy face emoji. And then Frank Taylor, another five stars, apparently eight hours ago. He's verified too. I thought it was a joke, but my Nespresso arrived this morning. Pray emoji, flame emoji. Fire. Here's here's my thing. Like if you're gonna try to get me to divulge personal information stuff, my like I, I want the potential to pay out to be more exciting than a Nespresso. Like, are they actually are they actually getting people to fall for this because they just have to have a Nespresso? It, or is that coveted an item? I I, I I do people in that space that like the those types of machine coffees do swear by the Nespresso. I think there's something to it but you're right i i you'd think they would put something more coveted yeah like 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 a trip like a trip in the space like a trip in the space for a mere filling in the survey actually no i'll talk i'll i'll we'll talk about this in the video games uh section but i just put playstation 5 still there's so many desperate so many desperate people out right now still how 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 is it still that hard to get? It's uh well we'll talk about it in the segment later on, uh, but it is more parts shortage. All right. But someone who doesn't have a parts storage uh, uh, shortage problem. Uh, so, Curtis, you've you've had uh, champagne before, right? Sure. You know, but all obviously you've also had sparkling wine. I've which had prosecco. Is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which so. Is... Ingredient wise and structurally, they're both they're all the same. But champagne can only be called champagne if the grapes are from that region, right? Mm-hmm. So this is a similar story where the headline is: Quebec Dairy Group is seeking formal designation to protect poutine's identity, or poutine, however you'd like to call it, but we're going to call it poutine. So this is a story of this uh, Quebec. Uh, dairy producer who is organizing a group to promote poutine or promote the term poutine internationally as a Montreal Quebec only thing. So you, if you are serving fries with gravy and cheese, unless you have their cheese curds, it's not poutine. Mm hmm. So you gotta call it something else. Um, but here, but here, here, let me ask you about poutine for in in one sake. You know, champagne—that's one of the things. Scotch is another. Like those are very kind of let's just say high end, um, unique ways of 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 making those drinks, right? And yeah, sure, I'll, I I I'll buy. I don't completely buy into it, but I get it. And most likely when you've had your first scotch or your champagne, it was probably like a fancy event. Think back when the first time you had your poutine, first poutine, Curtis. I can probably tell you for sure that it was probably when I was in Ottawa and it was probably two in the morning and I wasn't completely 
sober. Yep, mine was definitely in Ottawa. Mine was definitely at Carleton. Um, yeah, we used to get it from this place called Galileo's, which was on. Uh, yeah. You remember that place? Yep, yep. And and it would come in just like this, this this foiled deep dish, and then you'd peel back the cover, and there'd just be all this poutine in there. And yeah, no doubt, if we were getting it delivered to our residence, there was probably alcohol involved. It was not a glamorous occasion. By any stretch. Um, I forgot what the pizza place was called. I think it was out in um, uh, past the mall that was uh, south of Carleton. Oh, um, Billings Bridge? Yeah. It, it, it was a pizza place that had Italian poutine, which was they'd use um, uh, pizza, pizza sauce, I guess, tomato sauce of some kind instead of gravy. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, it's, it, yeah, you know, there's been all kinds of different takes. I've had Irish poutine, which is sort of like, um, instead of French fries, they're like waffle chips and the, you know, there's like sour cream instead of gravy or something like that. Like, yeah, but, but I don't buy this guy's story to, you know, protect the formal designation and, and poutine's identity. I, you know, well, wh- why has he waited so long? You know, like, like poutine has been kind of, you know, been, been sort of, uh, introduced in, in the other Canadian provinces and even fast food chains have got into it and stuff for decades now. So McDonald's is making it like, that's all you have to say. McDonald's is making it and I'm sure Tim Hortons will follow and do a crappy job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't already. (laughs) <laughs> terrible but like you know like we have like even in toronto we have a couple of sort of like boutique poutine mm-hmm. places and stuff like that like you know like if, if if you really wanted to be that you know if you wanted to be this proprietary about poutine you should have got on that ages ago i i, I don't get it myself but uh yep yeah, this they're they're seeking you know to that point but i, I think Maybe he's got a bit of a point, but I think it's already it already kind of exists in one way because I think if you go to the states, they don't call it poutine, do they? Uh, I, wasn't it they called it disco fries or something like that? Oh, who 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 knows? Those aren't the freedom fries, are they? I have no idea, but I can't see Americans using the term poutine. No, they'd call it something. They'd call it something a lot more crass. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. That's a good question. I've never had, I've never seen it in, in the U.S. I, I mean, I've seen, I've seen similar things like the garbage plate that we were talking about. And stuff. <laughs> um, I mean, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think that poutine needs to be protected either. Like, like, are you mm-hmm. that proud of it, Quebec? Is that, is that what you're most proud of? You have other things. I think Quebec has other things that that they could be proud of before they're proud of poutine. Like, I think they could be proud that people seem to like it, but, but like, you know, I don't think like, for example, when you think of, when you think of, 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 of Montreal mm-hmm. and food, like, like I think of, I think, I think of the Montreal bagels, you know, mm-hmm. Montreal smoked meat, you know, uh, all that kind all that kind of stuff. And uh, and you know French cuisine, and then like poutine 
is just like even in Quebec, it's something that you eat at two in the morning when you're drunk, right? Like, <laughs> exactly. What is this <laughs> why? Why does this need to be protected? Because he he wants the world to know that it was Quebec that uh, <laughs> that that made it famous or that made it. But uh, let, let's take a break from the the weird headlines and go to a fake headline. This is one I fa- I dug up on the Beaverton only because I I, I found it uh, quite funny because and I also like making fun of anti maskers as well. Uh, headline is or the fake headline is anti mask rally participants contract strange airborne disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, the quote in there is at first I thought I couldn't breathe because I shouted, I want to play badminton too loud. <laughs> <laughs> but then come Monday, I, st- I was still coughing. I really hope this isn't contagious. I would feel really bad if I got anyone else sick. <laughs> um, there, there was an anti-masker story that I saw on Instagram. And I, at first I was just like, I want your free time, son. So he has this Instagram account, which is some type of anti-masker title, make Canada great again. All the, 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 the diatribes that they've been spewing. Your freedoms, Larry, your freedoms. So um, he went into a pretty famous taco place in downtown Toronto called Seven Lives. You know, the, the hipsters like it. It's in Kensington Market. So he goes in there with his unmasked with his friends other men and of course they're already filming live on instagram because they know they're going to they're going to evoke a response um and they kept quoting oh here's the city of toronto your sign says oh uh, there's conditions where you don't need a mask due to medical condition and you don't need to show proof of medical said medical condition so basically they okay, we're like, fine. Do you have a medical condition? And he's like, I don't need to show you proof. It's like, oh boy. (laughs) But the funny thing is, is he admittedly said that he likes the tacos there. So why would you go to a business that you enjoy so that you can feed your paranoia? Mm -hmm. And so eventually the cops come and I just gave up watching because what you realize watching that live video is why he's really doing it. And he's constantly staring at his phone. I'm like, is he going to, is he trying to be like, you know, guerrilla reporter? No, he's just kind of staring at the camera. Wait, no. Oh, he's reading this phone. I went, he's reading the responses from the live stream and seeing who is jumping on rather than going through his cause. So he's basically like causing a scene so that he can get the attention, which. Right. I feel really sad for you folks, but uh... I think it's uh, I think it's one thing that I think is 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 funny is when uh, is when people sort of try to do these sort of like stunts and or, or, or these things, and all they kind of do is prove that the restrictions work. And what, what one sort of example of this that's come out in the last couple of days. Uh, is the so the Montreal, so the Quebec government announced yesterday its reopening plan, and uh, they've been doing sort of better than some of the other provinces at at the third wave. They had trouble in the first and second wave. They've been handling the third wave way better. So 
starting May 28th, they're going to start allowing uh, 2,500 people uh, to to go and and see and do things indoors in big venues. So that would include the Bell Center, uh, which has a you know 20,000 seat capacity thereabouts. So that means if the Toronto Montreal playoff series goes to Game Six, fans will actually be able to 2,500 fans will actually be able to go to the Bell Center and watch playoff hockey in Canada, which hmm. is a big step. So <laughs> Alberta Premier Jason Kenney, I guess, has his nose all out of joint about this because, like, because Alberta back in the day, Alberta, you know, when Quebec was doing bad in the in early in the pandemic, Alberta was doing a lot better. And they had a they they Edmonton hosted an NHL playoff bubble and they had the World Junior Tournament and they just had like this curling bubble sort of thing. But now they're doing really shitty, like just kind of like way worse than Ontario, I think, at this point, even. Hmm. And uh, so he said this whole thing about, well, yeah, that's great that Quebec can have people in the in the building. But they had this they had they were doing so bad early in the pandemic and then they had these curfews and restrictions and that's the only reason why the case count is so low we can't do that here because our case count is so high but i wouldn't put those restrictions on you it's like you just proved you just proved that the (laughs) restrictions work and they're gonna have fans in their buildings and you're still you still have like a massive positivity rate because you won't do what needs to be done that's all you've proven what an idiot yeah i i know because they were they had a curfew since february right yeah or something yeah. And what's what's crazy is at first I thought, oh, yeah, the curfew would be kind of scary if we ever have one here. And then I, I heard that what time the curfew started. I'm like, I'm not out at that time anyway, so it wouldn't affect me. Yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't like a curfew was at 5 p.m. Yeah. No, no. And and like, I honestly don't think like no, it wouldn't affect. I don't think it would affect either of us right now anyway, because we're just inside all the time. You know, yeah. like uh we're not grocery shopping at like two in the morning or whatever um yeah and, i don't and, know and, i don't know how much yeah. a curfew i don't know how much a curfew is gonna curb thing, but obviously whatever they did worked you know they had a they had a lockdown plan that was you know it was a it they it, it, it was like a, a pretty strict lockdown and then yes it, it had the curfew and they stuck to it and now they're in a situation where they can start reopening these things now i hope that they're not reopening too soon this would be a good test case if they can reopen like this and Mm -hmm. there's not a spike then i think that's a good sign that vaccinations work and that you know like you know we can start thinking about that maybe in ontario maybe not the indoor thing but at least like start sort of like lifting some of the some of the restrictions outdoors um but uh, mm-hmm. I just thought it was funny that you had the he's the premier of a province and he basically <laughs> complains that basically what they did worked. And, you know, like, <laughs> the, do you want this guy running y- your province, like being in charge of your health care, being in charge of, of, of like, you know, big decisions like pandemic response? Like, it's just ridiculous. Uh, now, 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 did, did he do the speech from uh, St. Kitts? That would or oh, Mark's. that would have been that would have been great. I think he did it from Edmonton, but like that would have okay. been great. Are we sure? Are we sure about that? Are you sure it's not some kind of? Are we sure it's not kind of some kind of Zoom background that he had? Yeah. he's really on the beach somewhere. I'm not. I'm not. Um, honestly, I I I I hope they don't make it to Game Six because I want Toronto to shut it down early. Because I thought to myself, not not you know, not that I'm a huge Leafs fan. Sure, I'll 
I'll root for the home team crowd. I just hope Toronto gets past Montreal because I can't stand Toronto Hab fans. They would just be insufferable. <laughs> I couldn't deal with that. I they would be like they'd be like people who do CrossFit and are vegans. Oh, so vegan vegan CrossFitters. You want to talk about being in a party like. When 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 parties come back, Curtis, and you're you're sitting there and you're ha- you're having your drink at some social get together, and you see, I don't know, you're you're at the, the snack table somewhere, and you you meet a friend of a friend's. He goes, "Oh, who? You know, how do you know this person? Oh, we do CrossFit together, and that person happened to be vegan. You you're going to be in for an earful, Curtis, when they see you reaching for those uh, cocktail weenies. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't want that in my life. <laughs> exactly. That's how I feel about. Uh, Toronto winning. I just want to shut any Toronto Hab fans down. Yeah, I just really want them to get out of the Canadian division, right? I want the the North division. I don't want any other Canadian teams going to the semifinal because then you, yeah, then you have to hear about it. Uh, <laughs> exactly. You know, let Toronto make it to the semifinal and get swept by Washington or whatever. <laughs> like, yep. Um, so the final headline we have, it's not really a headline. It's just kind of a weird story is, uh, uh, headline is selfie taking cyclist wipes out in background of live news broadcast. So this was, I guess someone on, uh, MSNBC is just on the beach boardwalk. And in the background, there's a cyclist attempting to snap a selfie. And, uh, just as they raise their camera, uh, their cell phone, uh, the person just wipes right out, which I'm sure it's it's quite humorous. I only brought up this one because of the the anti-masker with his phone, and I I've been seeing this quite a bit. Where if you thought people driving and staring at their phone was bad, you know they're driving a very large vehicle, but people on their bikes, it's I find it's even worse because uh un more more uh, more than a car you need to have great concentration to balance that bike and to keep it moving. Right? You're not going to hurt too many people, you know, if you wipe out, but still like the, the level of concentration to be riding a bike. Yeah. You don't want to be staring at your phone. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and, and then, you know, with a selfie trying to line up your shot and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I just think like operating, but, but what's the selfie anyways, look at me, I'm riding a bike. Why don't you just stop and, <laughs> Look at me, I'm on a bike and I'm in the beach. Isn't my life great? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I like I don't know. I'm not saying that I've never taken a selfie, but like, you know, I would say that I've taken I can probably count on 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 one hand how many I've taken. Okay. And usually so, so usually you... and usually Heather's in it as well. So it's not just uh it's not nah. just me going like ah, look at me. Okay, so here here here's a pro tip. Don't take a selfie, Curtis. If you're using a learning to use a, a unicycle for the first time with Heather, it's a good tip. I don't think <laughs> operating any vehicle. I just not really interested in taking a selfie. Even a even a big wheel. Remember those when you were a kid? Oh sure. Yeah, you pr- you probably end up hitting the handbrake and like wiping out. The phone goes flying. Yeah, I think I might have had a green machine. There's big wheels, and then I had a green machine, which was like a, oh, it was like a big wheel except green slightly different branding what about a gt snow racer was it was be another one where you could really you could really damage yourself and your phone if you weren't concentrating (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I think I think that would be another thing. Uh, maybe Zamboni and uh, Zamboni driving and uh, selfie. That would probably be bad. Yeah, I think so. Especially if you were just trying to do a good job cleaning the ice. Yeah, yeah. Because if you do a shitty job, yeah. then you're 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 not making friends. I think you could maybe get away with a Segway and a mm. selfie. Yeah, yeah. As long as you weren't going full tilt on the Segway, right? Like, and and the Segway would be douchey enough that you know you'd make an insufferable picture, anyways, as well. Oh man, I remember when the Segway was introduced, and I guess whoever came out with it or whatever was saying that it was going to revolutionize. It was basically going to revolutionize civilization, and then mm-hmm. that was the announcement. Just like a Segway, just a way for you to not have to walk. Yeah, and people ended up wanting electric scooters more. Mm-hmm. Like, right? That took off more than the Segway does. Yeah, the only time I've ever seen Segways is at uh, the distillery district. Yeah, you can take like a tour on one. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it. No, <laughs> just, just walk, just walk, folks. Um, it's not a headline, but it's something I watched on wrestling in this past pay per view. So. They had this match, um, and we we don't need to worry about the wrestlers because that's not the point. But there's a they were doing a cross promotion with the Dave Batista movie coming out. The Dave Batista Zack Snyder movie, um, Army of the Dead, right? Yeah. Did, did we look it up? So they had a lumberjack match. So for those that don't know, a lumberjack match is the two opponents are in the ring. And the ring is typically surrounded by other wrestlers so that if anyone gets tossed out of the ring or tries to leave the ring, the lumberjacks are expected to, you know, prevent the person from staying out of the ring and throwing them back out. And inevitably, all the heels would be on one side of the ring and all the baby faces would be on the other. And depending on what side you land on, you normally would get beaten up, right? So in this cross-promotion, the lumberjacks were not other wrestlers. They were in fact, well, actors dressed as zombies. <laughs> so at that point I was like, wow, re- wrestling is now this now, right? Um, it was interesting enough because the, at one point in time the heel and the babyface decided to join forces and take and fight the zombies outside <laughs> the ring and forget about their own match. That that happens, you know, like in like like a supernatural threat makes uh, oh yeah makes yeah and, and they allies. also had like the they also had like the stereotypical like like he, they were all they're all wrestlers let's let's face it um but like they got a, a bigger gentleman because you couldn't tell you that i had the zombie makeup but it was this pretty big zombie so of course the, that that was the no cell zombie and they had to do something crazy to actually like knock <laughs> it over or whatever um yeah which i think it's going to come out on Netflix, yeah. Curtis. I think we might have to do a a, a a viewing of that and and do it for the show. I think so. I'm interested. After having watched that four hour Justice League, I'm kind of interested in in the next Zack Snyder. It's it's kind of funny because I never was a big big fan of his. Like, you know, I thought 300 was entertaining enough, but it was kind of also, you know, obnoxious and you know I've. But uh, for for whatever reason, having having watched that Justice League, I kind of was like, well, this is this is sort of what he wants to do when he has, I guess, full reign and no 
studio interference. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, I dug it. Like I, you know, I still think that he, he sometimes, uh, gives into his indulgences too much, but like, I was like, okay, I can dig this. Like he's, I, 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 I admire the fact that he seems to have, like he's got his own voice. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm interested to see what, uh, and this isn't his first zombie movie. I don't think, I think he's done. I think that's how he cut his teeth maybe on, in 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 the business so and and dave batista so yeah i think i'm i'm on board for sure well i did see the trailer and there is a zombie tiger that the zombies have so it's like a sub boss it's like this yeah (laughs) this is how ridiculous we're not talking about this walking dead or even the uh uh george romero type uh scenario but uh it's like Gears of War meets uh, uh, Walking Dead, maybe. It sort of reminds me when you mentioned that. It sort of reminds me of Blade Three with Triple H. And ah. They had a vampire Pomeranian. <laughs> That's right. Oh boy! All right, let's let's head on to video games. You did ask me earlier about, you know, uh, PlayStation Five being that difficult to get. Mm-hmm. Yes. The problem apparently is uh, microprocessors. Um, I think they've also slowed down the uh, automobile industry. But PlayStation 5, it is still impossible to get one. I have this website that I look at every day, more or less. I've been looking at it every day since February. And I was thinking, I wonder if I'll get a vaccine first or a PlayStation 5 first. <laughs> So I ended up getting a vaccine first, but let me, let me just kind of give you a sense, Curtis. Now you were obviously lucky because you got one at launch. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some available at Amazon.ca at eleven seventeen a.m. this morning. Okay, it sold out at eleven twenty six. Right. It took nine minutes to sell out whatever stock they have. Right. Now that's May eighteenth. The Er, the the er, the date before that was Best Buy, and that was April twenty second. So we're talking almost a month before another Canadian outlet was able to get any more PlayStation fives. And this ticker that I have looks at Best Buy, Amazon, Walmart. Um, I guess those 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 primarily, um, because they would get them. They would get large numbers right we're not talking about going to some mom and pa store that they get like maybe they might get one mm-hmm. um they, they would get a couple of hundred i would suspect like best buy but best buy hasn't had any stock since april 22nd and they sold out in yeah about nine ten minutes now the resale market is still insane. Mm-hmm. So I suspect that they sell out because people are using these bots that just check them out or put them in cart and uh, they're just shipped initially. And then, of course, they're stock available on eBay. <laughs> and let's let's just uh, let's just see what is it. Uh, so fourteen hundred bucks seems to be the going price right now, Curtis. Fourteen hundred bucks. Yep. So and I can I I can get one. That's like so that's like that's like double I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. 
I have I have one and I like it and everything, but yeah, I would I, I wouldn't pay anything above suggested retail for it. I mean, oh, there's not yeah. even a lot out for it right now, and I wonder if like some publishers. I don't know if they are not, but I like because I guess there's probably even with the shortages, it's probably a decent install base. But I wonder if some publishers are like, you know, like we're 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 putting all this money developing, you know, uh, software for the PS5, and then and its install base is being infected by or, or affected, sorry, by uh, by all these shortages and stuff, and it's expensive to to develop games for it. Like, you know, I wonder if any if any publishers are like. Well, this isn't this isn't what I signed up for. Yeah, I, I'm 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 sure that is the case. I I or even they're holding titles back, mm-hmm. um, and waiting for more stock to come out because you're right. It's like it's selling well, like they're they're selling out when they do produce them, but they're definitely have reached a point where they're just not producing enough for the demand. So there's I no idea when i i can get my hands on one like by this time after launch for the ps4 which you know obviously was insanely hard to get right at at launch Hmm. and just after launch but by this point you were able to go into any eb games and get one pretty much you know and i thought that's what it would be for the ps5 at this by this time no dice sir no (laughs) dice sir so i i will probably get my second shot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and everyone in this household before I could get my hands on a PlayStation. That's 5, the but... new. That's that that that's the new race. That's the new race. That's the new race. I, I, PS5. I oh boy, it's 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 going to be more of a marathon, I think. Um, but uh, Curtis, you mentioned in a previous episode about Pokemon Snap, but you've actually gotten your hands on it and you uh, got a chance to try it out. So. Mm-hmm uh what's uh what's the skinny there so it's a pretty neat game um you know like i i enjoy pokemon it took me a while to get into it because obviously like when it first came out it was very it was very it was very very kiddy sort of thing um very kid focused uh and you know i was kind of at that point probably really really into diablo 2 or whatever um but i've kind of come around to pokemon i like i like the pokemon i like the different critters and stuff but i don't know like because i had pokemon or i still have pokemon sword for uh for the switch and i just find that i'm interested in sort of like looking at them and i guess catching and collecting them and i don't care that much about training them or or, or fighting with them and you know, as as sort of like an RPG, they're kind of a bit too simplistic for me and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. Pokemon Snap's cool because, like, a you're not trying to catch them and put them in these cramped little balls to to be to be used at your convenience whenever you want to fight someone else or whatever in, in a futuristic cockfight. In a futuristic cockfight, yes. <laughs> and uh, and 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 it's just so it's just focused on the collecting. But you don't capture them; you just take pictures of them. So you basically go through these these like sort of safaris, sort of thing. You're you're it's a, it's it's like you go into this vehicle and it's it's a on rails. So you don't control where the vehicle goes. It takes a set path through these environments, and you take pictures of them. And you know, so first pass through, you just take you just take basic pictures of them, and then you get graded afterwards on the pictures. And mm-hmm. as you go through, you start noticing 
look at what this guy is doing. It's a bit different. Or And there's kind of subtle ways you can manipulate the environment. Like you can throw them treats or you can, you know, use your flash and try to startle them. So then you get to try to, you know, um, catch them in rare, in, in, in exhibiting rare behavior. And that's where it becomes pretty interesting. And uh, you you can end up going through these a lot of a lot of different times and finding something new every every time, like like you know just like this time I'm just going to concentrate on this on this um, uh, Pikachu you know or or whatever uh, and just watch it the whole time even though there's a bunch of other ones I could take pictures of I'm just going to watch this until the very end to see if it does something weird at the end. And sometimes mm-hmm. it sometimes it will, and you'll get that picture, and then you know, and, and then it's kind of fun because you can then post them online, and uh, you know, people can, can can give you sort of like uh, I think they're called sweet medals. People can give you sweet medals if they like your <laughs> your photo. And some of the and usually I don't go in for that kind of stuff too much, but some of the photos that some of the other people have posted have been have been really good, and you know, you you can. W- there's a lot of photo manipulation you can do as well. You, there's different filters you can unlock and all that kind of stuff. So some people do some really interesting kind of creative stuff with it. And so I've, I've almost begrudgingly given them a sweet, <laughs> me- a sweet metal. <laughs> but, but as you were saying, this is like in the Pokemon world, but mm. it's not like a traditional Pokemon game that's kind of based on the card game right? that's right there's, there's no there's no battling there's, there's no no e- no evolution or has or will they do they talk about evolution in the photo taking no there's no evolution but you will see you will see evolved pokemon but you won't okay. if you don't know that you don't know that a charizard used to be a, a charmander or whatever like you, you'll yeah. just see a charizard and then you'll take a picture of it you know so so are you in a vehicle or are yeah. you just kind of walking around you're in a vehicle that's on a set path so it's like on rails it's like you know how you know like remember like the rogue squadron on rails shooter that they had for the gamecube and that okay. kind of stuff okay. so it's that sort of thing you're just on rails so you can't control where you go eventually you can control the speed but you can't you can't even go in reverse you can only go forward so mm. you know and that kind of um that kind of means, you know, you have to sort of like make the most of your moment, right? I think that's why they do it that right, way. Right, right, right. Um, Got it. So, so you can't steer the vehicle into the Pokemon to get their reaction, right? You can't. <laughs> Just before you hit them, no. But you can do stuff sometimes where you can, like, you can see two Pokemon, and you can throw like a treat, and they'll both go for it, and then they'll get in like sort of like a little confrontation, or one will start chasing the other and stuff like that. Like, it's kind of fun uh, the way you can. You can sort of uh, uh, manipulate the environment a little bit to get the shot you want. So you know, definitely, if you're a Pokemon fan, you you you'd, you'd like totally be totally into it. It it, it sounds really interesting, and that leave, leave it to um, leave it to these folks to kind of make a really original game like that, right? Like it's it's you're not you're not keeping them as a pet where you kind of see animal behavior. Yeah, you you're you're, you're kind of putting that 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 same type of i guess computer logic in there to create personalities for each one but yeah you're you're meant to capture moments i guess right right yeah you're meant to capture moments and uh you know and and it, it still has that you know you know the ca- the catchphrase for the series is gotta catch them all and it's still very much like that because you do mm-hmm. you know you have you have your 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 
Pokedex that you want to fill out. You want to get all the, you want to get all of them, and uh, you each uh, different, um, you know, each Pokemon uh, has spots for one to four star photos. So one star photo would just be them looking normal, and you can still score really high with one star photos, but then that fills in the one star photo section of your Pokedex, and then up to the four star photo would be them doing something completely weird that you usually have to sort of either really, really watch for or you kind of have to have a hand in it and make it happen. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and, and you know, you, you do want to you do want to uh, fill it out and, it, and it's satisfying when you get new, you know, when you get when you get uh, new additions to your to your Pokedex. So, yeah, it's 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 fun. And um, yeah, I think if you're a Pokemon fan who really likes the training and fighting and stuff, you may not you may find it a bit limited but if you're like me and you just like looking at them and collecting them and you know you think that they're that that they're you know pretty funny and they, they you know they're always coming up with like imaginative new ones and stuff like that if you like that aspect of it then i think you'd like it yeah okay so uh this game is out now right mm-hmm. it's available so- now Okay, so you can uh, digital download, which I don't think anyone's going to a physical store. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easily, so, easily available just on the Nintendo eShop. Um, oh, hey. Yeah. All right. So go check it out if, uh, if you're a big Pokemon fan. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not a huge Pokemon fan, but I, 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 I get why they're popular. But this game sounds really interesting just from that format alone. So I might kind of look into it myself. The good thing about um, it too, like like um is it's a very easy pick up and put down game. Mm. So so you don't need to, you know, spend two hours before you kind of get anywhere. No. Well, that's good. Okay, so that's that's kind of handy to have as well. Though. Yeah, it's easy that, to that. unlock new areas. Like progression isn't really that that much of a problem for the most part, you know. Uh, so and 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 obviously like extremely family friendly as well. Anything good for the living room is is fine by me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, uh, Curtis. Not next week. We said we were gonna do. We're gonna revisit our review. So we'll actually do a review of a a movie next week. So um look forward to that for next week's discussion uh but why don't we call it a quits there and uh hopefully next week's episode won't be as filled with garbage puns by me <laughs> so I think there's only two. Thank- that's not that's fine <laughs> I, 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 def- I definitely have capacity that to handle more larry Wood oh puns. yeah then, then, then you then we'd have to have you uh have a kill switch on your end and just cut my mic out <laughs> Uh, But thank you so much, Curtis. And you can catch Curtis and I weekly on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating, leave us a comment. Always good for the algorithms for folks to find us. And uh, we'll catch you next week. And just remember that sometimes a cucumber is just a cucumber. Working from home.